He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? Hello, my name is Charlie. You may know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and I'm here today to talk to you about the secret of Mary. Here is a secret, chosen soul, which the Most Holy Ghost taught me, and which I have not found in any book, ancient or modern. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, I am confiding it to you. With those words, Saint-Louis de Montfort opens his wonderful book, The Secret of Mary. And while we are not going to be doing a full-on review of this book today, we are going to be talking about the essence of it. Devotion, true devotion to the Blessed Mother, and what that means for us. Beginning, as we always do, I am going to actually start today with the two prayers that St. Louis asks us to pray before we begin studying this topic. So if you will join me first in the Ave Maria Stella and then in the Come Holy Spirit. Hail, star of the sea, nurturing mother of God and ever virgin, happy gate of heaven. Receive the Ave from the mouth of Gabriel, established us in peace, transforming the name of Eva. Loosen the chains of the guilty, send forth light to the blind. Our evils do you dispel, entreat for us all good things, show yourself to be a mother, through you may he receive prayer who, being born for us, undertook to be your own. O unique virgin, meek above all others, make us set free from our sins, meek and chaste. Bestow a pure life, prepare a safe way, that seeing Jesus we may rejoice. Praise be to the Father, to God the Father, to the Most High Christ be glory, to the Holy Spirit be honor, to the three equality. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant us in this same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And amen. <laughs> this is a big topic, and of course, as we always do, we're going to break it up over five episodes. But we're going to begin with 
talking about our blessed mother. She is the one who gave birth to the Christ. She is the one who was with him through his entire life. And that is an interesting and important thing. Mary is our model. Mary is the one that we are to follow from her fiat at the very beginning where the Holy Spirit descended upon her and the Archangel Gabriel asked her if she would bear the Son of God and she agreed. Let it be done unto me according to your words, Mary said. Later we see that she is the one who ponders all things in her heart. She gives the, her great commandment to the people at the wedding, of Can, wedding at Cana. Whatever my son tells you to do, do it. And with those words, she is there telling us today the same thing. We see her try to save him from a mob that wants him to be killed. We see her on the Via Della Rosa as Jesus is carrying his cross to Calvary. We see her standing under the cross where Jesus says to us, Behold your mother. We see her in the stories of the resurrection and we see her at Pentecost when the Holy Spirit descended upon the church. Mary is the only one that was there for all of Christ's life. Mary is the only one that was there through it all. Mary is the only one that we are told found grace in the Lord. She is the one who alone has this distinction of having the angels greet her, Hail Mary, full of grace. Hail Mary, full of grace. She is, as we've talked about before, the mother of Christ. And if we are the body of Christ, then she too is our blessed and holy mother. She is the queen of heaven, the princess of Zion. She is the one in heaven who is our great and glorious model. She is the mold that shaped Christ. And she is the one who will shape and conform us into the form of her son, Jesus. As the great mother of our Lord Jesus Christ and mother of us, she has become the mother of all graces. She is the one who is, as St. Bernadine said, she is the great treasurer of God. Into her hands were placed all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, all of the virtues of Jesus. And as she wills, for as we know, her will is perfectly conformed to the will of the Father. She doles them out on earth. She is our Blessed Mother, the Mother of all graces, the Queen of all hearts. She is the one who 
helps us and guides us through her sweet and tender affections. Through Mary, we have intercession before the Lord, because in her and in her immaculate heart, we see the true perfection of the human heart. We talked last week about Jesus' sacred heart, but it is important to note that he was fully God and fully man, while we are mere mortals who have the image of God burned within us from creation. It is in Mary that we see and we find the true perfection of the human heart, and we see what it can become, the love, the perfect love for all the people of earth, every one of us, all living things, which flows so naturally and sweetly from her. She is the one in heaven, as I said, who is she. If you are in need of any grace, Mary has it in abundance. And as St. Elizabeth Seton said, who, when going to their mother, would not receive her tender mercies? That's one of the things that actually converted Mother Seton. And it's important for us to understand that just as Jesus is for us the one who stands as heavenly high priest before the Lord, Mary is the eternal supplicant. She stands in our place in the heavens, and her she offers our prayers to the Father and to the Son. She holds them tenderly and gently in her hands and offers them sweetly to the Father on high. St. Augustine called Mary the living mold of God, for in her alone was the God-man formed. And as we are working for the perfection of our souls and the perfection of the world, it is in Mary that this has come about, and it is in her loving arms that we can find the strength, the skill, and the tools that we need to shape us into the form of her beloved Son, so that as has been prim- promised, Christ can be born in us and through us. She is a true and holy mother. When the the mother of the apostles, James and John, came to the Lord, he asked, she asked Jesus that her sons would sit one at his right hand and one at his left. And Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking, but the father has already ordained who shall sit at my right and at my left. And the Blessed Mother is the one that he was talking about there. She, he says, that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Mary is the last in scripture. She is spoken of so little, but always so tenderly. 
She is the one who is always there for Jesus, yet we have the least told about her in the Gospels. She is the one through whom Jesus came into being. She was there through his entire ministry. She was there when he died on the cross. She was there when he resurrected. And as I said before, she was there when the fire of the Holy Spirit descended on the, on the Holy Church. There in first century Jerusalem, she was there for all of it. She is, as John saw her, the queen crowned with 12 stars holding the Christ child in her arms that the dragon has always wanted to destroy, has always gone after. Because if you can attack our Holy Mother, what, what won't you do? She is the blessed of all people. She herself said in the Magnificat, from this day forth all generations shall call me blessed, and we do. We sing her praises, for we know that she is one with the Lord. She takes all of the prayers that we offer and hands them sweetly to her son. And in so doing, they become not our prayers, but her prayers. And what devoted son does not listen to his mother? It is through Mary that we have the firmest hope that no matter where we are, no matter what condition we're in, our prayers will be heard, our prayers will be answered, and that she will bestow the graces of heaven down upon us. She will not forsake us. She cannot forsake her children. She, like all mothers, loves her children and will do anything for us. This devotion to the Blessed Mother is a hard thing for some people. It really is. Because, one, they see her as taking the place of Jesus, and she doesn't. Jesus is the one and only mediator between God and man. Mary's place is to guide us, to teach us, and to lead us to all perfection. She is the queen of our hearts. She is the one in whom the full glory of God stood. She is the Ark of the Covenant, the Tower of David. She is our refuge in the storms of life. She is our mother. I don't know how else to say it. So what it does devotion to the Blessed Mother look like? One, and I highly recommend this, is simply praying the rosary. We're actually going to take some time and do a full week dedicated to the rosary um, coming up in a couple weeks. And we're going to go through all of the mysteries and the origin of it and everything. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun with that. But in saying the rosary, you are not merely saying 
the Hail Mary a lot of times. You are reflecting on the life of the Blessed Mother, and you're reflecting on the life of Jesus, and asking that the, these mysteries would be opened up to you. And there is so much power in the stories of their life that can open up and reveal so much power and grace to us. If you've never said the rosary, it's very, very easy. It's an R. You, you begin by saying the creed. Then one Our Father, three Hail Marys, the glory be. And then five times you'll say in total a one Our Father, ten Hail Marys, and a glory be. That's it. That's all that it is. But the power in the prayers of the rosary is the power to change our lives. It reminds us daily of the life of Christ. It reminds us of the model, the footsteps that we are walking in. It reminds us of the power that was present then, which is the power that is present now. If you feel that it is something that you want to do, you could also wear a scapular. I've done that off and on for years. Have a picture or a small shrine of Our Lady in your house. When people come to our house, you know, they look around and there are images and statues of the Blessed Mother and Our Lord everywhere. The most important thing about this devotion is that it is meant to lead you to Christ. Remember, Mary's great commandment to us is, whatever my son tells you, do that. So in all of your devotions, whether it be to the Blessed Mother Mary or to St. Francis or to St. Lawrence or whoever it may be, remember that they are our brothers and sisters. They are our parents, spiritually speaking, but they are not a replacement for God. A lot of people look at the story of the Blessed Mother and they are concerned about how it reflects on all women. And I would like to say that the sainthood amongst the saints in the great communion of saints, there is a type of woman for every type of woman. <laughs> there really is. I mean, from St. Mary Magdalene to St. Mary Agreta, um, Agreta to St. Mary Goretti, there is a type of woman for almost every type of woman. And Mary is who Mary is, and I don't think that we have to change her story or alter her story to make her like everyone else. Remember, the purpose of Mary is to teach us the way that we should walk, to teach us to ponder all things in our hearts, to teach us to do whatever the Son has commanded of us, which we've discussed many times on this podcast. What is it, O mortal, what do I ask of you, but that you do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly before your God? That is all that is required of us. 
do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly before our God. As long as we are living that compassionate life, where we love God with all our hearts, minds, and spirits, and love our neighbor as ourselves, that we do unto others as we would have them do unto us, and that we would not do to others what we would not want them to do to us, then we are doing what her son has told us. And we are following close behind her. It's hard for me to talk about Mary. I'll be quite honest with you. And it's hard because I have such a love of her. I'm not going to be able to get into the story today. I don't have time. But this devotion to Mary quite literally saved my life. And I know the power of her saving arms. I could try to convince you that you should call out to her as a mother. But I don't think that there's anything that I can say to convince you. If you want to try to be convinced, um, True Devotion to Mary by Son Louis de Montfort goes through all of the theological arguments quite clearly, and you can find it free online. Um, EWTN, I believe, has a copy of it up couple other places do. If you want the theological arguments, he presents the theological arguments quite well. For me, though, this is one of those things that my life changed the first time I prayed the rosary. And all those many years ago, in I believe it was 94, when for the first time I said the rosary, and then later in 95, when I actually performed my act of consecration to the Blessed Mother, my life has been forever changed. And to me, that is the sign of true spirituality, that it works, that <laughs> there is something to it, that it's not merely intellectual, an intellectual exercise to which we assent, but that we can see and feel and receive the power of it in our lives. And I have seen the power of Mary. The Holy Spirit has whispered the secret of Mary into my heart. And if, like I say with all things, try it. <laughs> Just try it. Our Blessed Mother will be there for you. She has always been there for us. That's all the time we have for today. I thank you for listening. This has been a hard episode to do. We are going to be talking for the rest of the week about Mary and Mary in the four paths of creation spirituality. So you can get in touch with me. I'm Wisdom's, see, Wisdom Cries Out over on Twitter, or you can head over to wisdomscry.com and find links to all of our social media, including our Facebook page there. If this podcast has helped you, Please share it. That's the one thing that we're here for more than anything else is to help people. And if we've helped you share the word, just spread it. If we can help as many people as we can 
find peace in their life, find compassion in their hearts, and find their way to walk in the light. What more could we ask from this? Anyway, thank you for your time, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.